This is HPR episode 1745 entitled 51 LibreOffice Impress Overview and Guidance and is part of the series LibreOffice. It is hosted by Ahaka and is about 11 minutes long. The summary is Introduction to Making Presentations with some good advice. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, this is Ahuka welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another in our exciting series on LibreOffice. And we are about to start something new, and that is LibreOffice Impress, which is the presentation graphics or slide deck, if you want to call it that, uh, application for LibreOffice. And uh, I want to start you know, kind of at a high level here, because as I have pointed out with other components of LibreOffice, it's very important that we do not rush into clicking buttons and making settings, but instead begin with an idea of how to use the program and why you would want to use it. And this is, if anything, even more of an issue with presentation software like Impress. Its more widely used competitor, Microsoft Office's PowerPoint, has given rise to the expression, death by PowerPoint, which expresses very nicely the feeling of being trapped in a room and forced to endure a bad presentation. You would not want your presentations to create this type of feeling. So what should a presentation do, and what guidelines can we suggest to the practitioner? Well, we do have a number of good resources to call upon, But it is worth noting that for this purpose, most of our sources will not be about LibreOffice Impress per se, but about competing products like Microsoft PowerPoint. That is fine because we are talking about broad principles, not about the tool-specific advice that later tutorials will address. Now, my first resource will be Edward Tufte. You may remember him from our tutorial on... uh, graphs and charts and calc because he is the leading expert on graphical displays of information. But for this tutorial, I'm going to highlight a small booklet he has published, link in the show notes, called The Cognitive Style of PowerPoint, Pitching Out Corrupts Within. This is available for sale from his website in a combined physical and electronic version for only $7 in the United States and is worth every penny. I won't try to cover everything he says in this booklet because you should buy a copy if you are that interested, but he makes some provocative opening points. First is that PowerPoint, compared to other presentation tools, reduces the analytical quality of serious presentations of evidence. 
Secondly, this is especially the case for the PowerPoint ready-made templates, which corrupt statistical reasoning and often weaken verbal and spatial thinking. He goes on to praise the analytical quality of using actual sentences and paragraphs, which can be arranged to make meaningful statements. So what are some of the problems that presentation software poses for effective communication? There are several worth pointing out. Presentations are relentlessly linear, but often people absorb information more effectively when they can access information in parallel. Second, presentations do not reflect the character of the content, but instead the limitations of the software. Third, presentations place all of the control in the hands of the presenter, but people learn better when they control the flow of information. So, try to imagine what a comparison would be like between good presentations and good teaching. Most presentations are like a dry and boring lecturer droning on in a monotone and putting the class to sleep. In such a case, very little learning would take place. A good teacher uses a variety of strategies and methods to enliven the classroom and make learning interesting. This is a distinct contrast to death by PowerPoint. A congruent critique of bad presentations was offered by the LibreOffice guru Bruce Byfield in a recent column for Linux Pro magazine called How to Avoid Giving a Summary Presentation. He makes several good points here, such as knowing your material well enough that you don't need to read from the notes and making sure you keep moving around the room. But the most important point is that a presentation should not summarize what you are saying. It should supplement what you are saying. Or put another way, if you are simply reading the slides, everyone will be reading along with you, and they will be entirely focused on the slides. And they should really be focused on you as the presenter. For my last resource, I want to use a very good article called Seven Lessons from the World's Most Captivating Presenters by Marta Kagan. In this article... She talks about several people, such as Steve Jobs and Gary Vaynerchuk, and says that these captivating speakers have lessons to impart to all of us that would make our presentations better. Here are the principles she found in their work. 1. Start with paper, not PowerPoint. The single most important thing you can do to dramatically improve your presentations is to have a story to tell before you work on your PowerPoint file. Number two, tell your story in three acts. Why should I care? How will this affect me? What do I need to do? Number three, a picture is worth a thousand words. Number four, emotions get our attention. Number five, use plain English or whatever language you are speaking. Number six, ditch the bullet points. Number seven, rehearse like crazy. Now, to get the full flavor, you should really read the whole thing on her site. The link is in the show notes. I assure you, it will be worth every moment of your time. Now, most of what we'll be doing in these tutorials will focus on the nuts and bolts of using the software, and that is not necessarily a bad thing. But I wanted to make sure you had a good 
beginning point before you start. In other words, it pays to think before you start. One last illustration will come from an experience I had of a great presenter who came to my Project Management Institute uh, chapter meeting. His slide deck consisted completely of pictures. There was not a single word of text on any of the slides. On one slide was a picture of bullets, you know, the kind that guns fire. And he said, these are the only bullets you will see this evening. Each picture helped to illustrate what he was saying in some way. But the focus was on him, not his slide deck. And he had clear mastery of his topic. This is something we can all aspire to. And and last, I'm going to just mention a resource. Again, link in the show notes. uh, Presentation Magazine. It's an online-only publication. They offer an RSS feed and an email newsletter. So uh, that's just something that uh, if you do a lot of presentations and want to improve, you might find some useful stuff there as well. So with that, uh, I'm going to wrap this one up. This is a, a hookah for Hacker Public Radio, reminding you, as always, to support free software. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.